Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Fiction. Science fiction, horror, fantasy, crime, LGBT, thriller. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
entered the house of mystery with your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. This is 105.5 AM Los Angeles. 102.3 FM Riverside. And 105.0 AM Palm Springs. Welcome back into the House of Mystery. I'm Al Warren, Mr. Dave Baseball's Karate Martino. <laughs> back in the house. Now it's baseball and karate. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, people this don't is, know, you know. Yeah. They've got to know. Hey, they opened up a new uh, martial arts training shop at the uh, bottom of the hill here. They did? Yeah. Wow. Second floor. And it's right beside the, uh, there's that uh, dog place, you know, that uh, um, they babysit your dog while you work. Oh. So I was thinking maybe you could you could get on there or maybe you. <laughs> like babysit dogs? Yeah. And then you could do karate and. and yeah. And and all that, you know. Yeah. And and so did, did you? I didn't check. Now I've got the movie review. It's, it, it came in, and I know it's up on on the air. Yes. Yes. And it's like three, it's three times people get it a week. So now, did you like that uh, all thing, everything, everywhere? All, the one that won all the awards. <laughs> did you did you tell people to watch it or not? Or is that, um, yeah, I, I want to know. You know, I. It's not that I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't. Hate, yes, <laughs> I didn't hate it. I still gave it three stars, but oh. I didn't really like it. I mean, it's the performances were good, the story not so much. Wow, and it was kind of kind of crazy. But yeah. I didn't want to totally trash it. I was feeling nice. I was feeling generous. People, Gen- people with hot dog fingers. Yeah, no. I mean, this was an acid trip for two and a half it hours. It was. It was. I had a hard time getting through it. Yeah. To tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It just shouldn't win all those Oscars. That's all. Yeah. Is it Oscar worthy? I don't know. See, that's, yeah. how, I, that's how I couch it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, so you did a review for people and you told them, I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. I'm glad they tune in yeah. for your reviews. Yeah, but I had I had somebody contact me and say that I was the mascot for old Hollywood. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm starting to get hate mail now. Yeah. The mascot. So that mascot like, for uh, old Hollywood, and they said that uh, I'm just... He, whoever this was, I think it was he said that uh, he was just grateful that I'm going to age out, which means he wants me to die. <laughs> Oh boy! You see, you're moving up yeah. there. You're it's there. perfect. Yeah, you're getting there with me. See what type of yeah type of stuff you get me into, Al. I know. I'm a, I'm I'm an influencer, <laughs> a negative yes. influencer. A negative influencer. <laughs> you know, people watch me. Only Tucker Carlson. <laughs> nobody nobody hates me like Tucker does. So come on. No. Well, here we go. Now today we've got we've got our own action star. Yes. So, uh, okay. So she's recording artist. She's uh, got a book out. I know the book is called Courage, Find Your Fire and Ignite Action into Your Life. She must have been writing about you. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So we've got uh, 
We've got Glenda Benavides. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there you go. Well, Glenn, so what's going on, Glenda? Who are you writing about? You're writing about Dave and Alan. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm writing about Dave. I don't even know him, but I'm writing about it. <laughs> well, he's 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 inspirational. People yeah. send hate mail. Yes. Oh. Oh my lord! <laughs> you know, I guess I that's the tons. bar these days, Alan. Yeah, but I get now he's gonna he's gonna outpace me. He's that's what I mean. It's hard yeah. working <laughs> with the Alan, star. Alan, why Tucker Carlson? Uh, because he said really bad things about me on air. He did. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. Last April, it still is still in my. It still wounded me. I I, I can hardly wake up at days. I <laughs> I can't sleep at night. Tucker Tucker said he would never listen to this show. Oh. Yeah. Tucker. Oh. Tucker, what is wrong with you? What's wrong? Don't you want you wear a bow tie? Come on. Closet, darling. Closet. Yeah. And he doesn't Closet. so he would never listen. Then why is he talking about me? Leave uh-huh. me alone. I'm just a little uh-huh. guy in the LA market and you're a big star with a bow tie all across America. Millions of listeners, viewers, all that stuff. Everybody cares about Tucker. <laughs> and you know it's wounded me i thought maybe Aww. we'd be able to date or something but i guess not i guess not you know <laughs> take that tucker yeah i'm moving on <laughs> moving on i'm over it's been a year i've waited anyway so um yeah that's not it's, we're being very negative and we're talking supposed to be talking about courage see yes. alan you're bringing us down I'm bringing us down. Bring us down to a no a high, a whole high of low. Well, um. <laughs> so, so you're one of the positive. Uh, I am there. I am. I am. I am. That's good. Um, yeah, I just you know I just feel like you know we really need to find those gems in life you know because you know we are on a hard planet here, um, so. I thought, you know, I'm just going to write about, you know, Claire, um, how do you get to courage? That was the question, really. And at the, at the time that I was discovering this, I, I never considered myself an author, but a musician and a songwriter. But um, I thought, okay, well, what does it take to have courage? And um, I really sat back and I thought, okay, well, how, did, how, does, how does it work for me? And I thought, okay, you've got to have clarity first you don't have clarity, you don't know where you're going, you're running around wasting time and energy, right? So once you have clarity, you can step into courage because you'll have something to go for. And inside of the courage, after a while, you, you, know, you keep practicing it, practicing, then you get confidence. And then after you have confidence, you're really stepping into your commitment. And then once you have that, then, it's, then you can give it to community and that's just kind of where I was thinking when I when I decided to write my book. Um, Until you get the just, hate mail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yet. I haven't had that yet. Oh, you will uh, now. Okay, great. Tucker, Thanks, Tucker will be promoting you next. Oh, perfect. <laughs> At least to get more eyes on the book. Um. <laughs> well, there you go. That's yeah. That's what it's all about. No, but how yeah. do you? But okay. So I always ask that question. Actually, courage is a question I ask of almost yeah. every author, and we have filmmakers, whoever's on the show, and they're doing right. something. I always say, well, how did you? What gave you that courage? What? It's usually one incident, or it's usually something that happens that makes the person actually decide that they're going to let everyone see their work. They're going to promote it. They're going to sell it to a publisher or to a – they're going to get out there. 
and that. So what what is it that gives you that courage? And for you, what happened to you to make you kind of go, no, I want to do this? Well, a couple of things. I mean, I, I can answer that on two different levels. One is you really have to be clear and passionate about something, you know, whatever it is. And then you got to practice it. And once you've done that, you, you really find your courage. Um, for me, with the whole book, um, I was actually helping a few of my women friends. And um, I was kind of like their confidant, their coach kind of thing. Not officially, just, you know, how it is with friends. And I... Someone came up to me, I was, a girlfriend of mine came up to me, and we were standing in the kitchen talking, and she looks at me, and she goes, you're a badass. And I looked at her, and she goes, you're a badass goddess. And I was like, what do you mean? And the first thing that came was like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, you know. Like, you just want to deny any kind of, like, wonderful, empowering statement or something, right? And I thought to myself, no, you got to own that. Just own it, Glenda. Own that someone is acknowledging you and that she sees your, your confidence, your courage, and your, your empowerment. And um, so I kind of took it on to myself to, like, redefine what the word badass means. So I took a, like, I made it into an acronym, and I called it beautiful, accessible, daring, abundant, savvy, sassy or sexy, whatever. But I just kind of defined that for myself. And then inside of being a badass, I thought, well, you know, do I have something of value? Do I want to share something? What, you know, what would it, what would I share? You know, um, and I kind of just narrowed it down. I thought, well, courage, you know, what does it take to have courage? And that's kind of how I started doing it. And I just, I kind of made up a game for myself. I said, okay, you're not a author, official, you know, like there are people that write books, like officially like you, Alan and David, you know, like you guys write books. It's like, okay, I thought, okay, let's see if I can do this. And um, so I just thought, okay, I guess you make an outline. I'll do 10 chapters or whatever. And then I kind of just said I'm going to do a chapter a day, and I did it. It was just kind of my own um, game that I was playing with myself. And then after 15 days, I had written the book. And then of course, six months later, <laughs> I went back <laughs> to like re-edit and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of evolved from there. But, yeah. um, yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to share, like, this is what I did to have this, this is what I did, you know, and then here's some things to think about. So it's kind of like a workbook. So people can actually ask themselves those questions, write them down and then get into action. So yeah. that was it. Wow. I mean, what did you want people to get out of it then? Just that? Just like to, yeah. to look at themselves and kind of go, well, um, you know, I can do this or whatever it is they want to do. Yeah, just be inspired by the stories and, and to see how a, an artist, a musician, can overcome certain aspects of their life. There were just different journeys at just different points that really spotlighted either courage or confidence or my commitment to something, you know, because we all have that right in whatever in our lives, whatever they are. Um, so, you know, it could be, you know, a new business or something. Do I have clarity around my new business? Do I have a business plan? <laughs> you know, um, what's that, you know, and then having the courage to talk about it. And, and then after a while, you really can gain confidence once you practice it enough. So that was kind of just want to leave people with my story and give them uh, little tidbits on how they could, you know, try something on and see if it works. Do you, do you, how do you deal with the, the new world, like as in social media and all aspects of that? Because now you're doing everything in front of everyone. Like before, you know, uh, you would try to get out there and get on tour or 
do whatever it was to have people become aware of you. You know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. it was different. Now there's a lot of this, uh, social media stuff. And so right. things can happen. People can contact you much easier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, so you haven't, how, how do you deal with any negativity you get? You know, you just kind of have to look at it and, and just really understand that it's really about themselves. Yeah. You know, it's about their fears. It's about their, their, you know, whatever they've got going on. Could be jealousy, could be anything. Just, you know, they're just unhappy. You know, they're hateful. And, and that's, you know, it's one thing to really, you know, if anything, I have compassion for that. I just like, oh gosh, you're just, you know, you're really killing yourself here. You know, it's like, wow, you just, you don't, you're so, you don't, um, what's the word I was looking for? Um, they're having you a just don't day. have enough to do in life that you're online, you know, dogging people. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that's a waste of time. So, um, you know, take what you want and move on. I think that for anybody. And I just, I think I have compassion and feel sorry for people that are, are haters, you know, or just, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a lower vibration that I want to get involved in, if that makes sense. Um, Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's easy to get wrapped yeah. up in, right? People can get really jump on and start talking about stuff, and and uh, yeah, yeah. It's probably better. Yeah, I don't need to be right about anything. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm just sharing. So if you if it works, great. If it doesn't, great. Well, speaking of fear, do you do you feel fear before releasing something into the world, like whether it's a book or a song, or and how do you overcome that? You know, I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't. I actually feel excited. Um, I feel excited about sharing things. And um, if anything, if I feel fear, it's actually live performance. <laughs> yeah. You know, just before you go on, you know, you're just like, okay. Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, you, people can hide behind the, you know, platforms and social media and stuff like that and be hateful and stuff like that. But um, you have to be really bold to be hateful in person. Hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's like, ooh. So that, that can get a little scary. And, and part of it, too, is having my own confidence um, to and commitment before I step out on the stage because you really have to have those things. You have, you have to be, okay, this is like before I go on stage, there, I have a whole routine that I do. And part of it is, okay, what's my intention? I'm here to serve. I'm here to. I'm here to sing. I'm here to raise the vibration. I'm here to give to people with my art piece. So what am I doing when I step out? So that can get a little nerve wracking, a little fearful, um, you know, because you just it's it's live. You know, it's like this is live. You don't know what you're gonna do. You know, you don't know what you're gonna say. You don't know how people are gonna react. Um, if I may, I'll tell you a story. I was in Germany. Um, I was in East Berlin. And this is this is pertinent to the this conversation. And um, I was getting ready to go on stage. Place was packed, and um, I get on stage. And a German audience is quite different than an American or any other people, right? Because right. you're in a different culture. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm up there, and I I started to sing, and then I got distracted, and I looked over. And I started to step outside myself, and I looked over these two gals sitting off to my left, and they were just staring at me. 
and no expression. They looked angry. <laughs> they were just staring. And I went down the dark path of like, oh, my God, they hate me. You know, and then I started losing my confidence. It was really amazing to have that experience because I was like, oh, no. You know, and then I said, stop. Get back in your body. Get into the song. What are you here for? Stop getting over there, making up stuff about other people just because they're looking at you. Yeah. Um, and stop judging it, right? So I got done with the song, got done with my set. I went upstairs. I got outside because it was so hot. So I'm sitting outside at these t- this table, and these two girls follow me up, and they come out, and I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, they're going to yell at me. Like, I was well, like, <laughs> They're going to hate on me in a second. And I'm getting nervous, right? And I'm sitting there. And they walk up very stoic and very straight face. She looks at me and she says, can I have your autograph? (laughs) (laughs) Talk about being wrong. (laughs) Oh, geez. Oh, good thing you didn't jump off the stage and start beating on them. Oh, no. Not, my style. Not my style. <laughs> Take your guitar and smack the one over the table, and yeah, just think. Yeah. Well, you'd certainly make the news, right? And walk up going, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> you got a problem? You got yeah, a problem do, a Will, with that? do a Will Smith now? Yeah, smack. <laughs> well, that would be kind of fun, actually. Um, yeah. Well. <laughs> Remind me not to bring you on the road with me, Alan. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, a, I'm an animal. No, I'm quiet, shy little guy. I wouldn't do anything. I'd hide. <laughs> hide under the table. Those, those girls or German girls would beat me up. Um, so what, what, what is it that you do when you're writing uh, music? How does it come to you? Like um, we hear all sorts of people say different things, like, you know, uh, it, it, how does it fall into your head? Different phases and different parts of my life um sometimes i have themes um sometimes i something in the culture upsets me and then i want to talk about it um so it's a variety of ways that i pick my lyrics or how you know how i want to write them and then i have a a a partner that i work with his name is gene williams he has a a mastering business mastering engineer and um so he and i've coupled up and we we um co-write everything together and um so sometimes how that looks is that he'll write a track and then he'll he'll send it to me and say are you vibing this and then i'll look through my lyrics and go oh yeah that's that's i burn i'm gonna write that you know or i'm gonna write my next song unbreakable you know whatever and sometimes i there's no music at all and i just channel whatever comes through and you know, and then I, I get a theme from it, and I kind of go down that path. So it's 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 random, actually. <laughs> it's a variety of ways. <laughs> well, wh- wh- where does the influence, do you think, come from? Just just from your reaction or feeling of what's going on in, around you in, at, at the time? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it's, you know, cultural. Sometimes it's just things that I want to talk about, you know, like maybe I want to – um, like for example, Unbreakable, it's not out yet, but, um, you know, I really wanted to write from a perspective of, you know, Hey, we're unbreakable. Don't play that game with yourself. You know, don't hate on yourself. Don't, 
don't think you're poor you, you can't do it, you know, you're just so weak and so, oh, I'm so sensitive and, oh, my goodness, you know, I can't, can't live with life, you know. It's like, no, you're unbreakable. So, like, things like that. So I, I'll, you know, I'll pick, that's, to me, that's a theme. So I'll just pick that and, um, and then I'll just go for it. Well, I don't know. At 60, I feel pretty breakable. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get you some calcium and get you in a gym. <laughs> You're full of, falling and I can't get up. <laughs> when did you start writing lyrics? Was it when you were very young or did, did that come later? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, I think my first song was that I scratched out. I think I was like 12. <laughs> I was like... Uh, in love with this this guy so um yeah so i had to write i love you <laughs> on a song <laughs> you know as you do um when you're 12 um but um i really really started in uh, 91 when i got off the road I, I came home to like really do my inner spiritual work um and start writing like really you know, original music, really deep music. And so I um, I was working with a, a woman in Portland, Oregon. That's where I grew up mainly. And, uh, you know, she, she I worked for her for a while. It was wax on, wax off. I think you'll know that, David. Boy, <laughs> 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 well, you got him pegged. <laughs> wax on, wax, wax off. off. And my wax on, wax off was cleaning her house every week. So, um I, part of that, after about month three, she came to me and she said, okay, she goes, what do you really want to do? And, and, and I was just kind of taking a break from the music industry because I was so burnt out by traveling and touring. And I said, I really want to write music that moves and touches people's hearts. And she's like, okay, so this is what you're going to do. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> you're going to write me a song for a peace gathering. And that's in three weeks and it's going to be televised in downtown Portland for New Year's Eve for our peace gathering. <laughs> I'm like, go. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, no pressure. So, no pressure. So I, I ended up writing, um, went home, and I just I started on it, and I was meditating uh, one day in my small little bedroom. And it just, the words came to me, and uh, it was called Change. And uh, this is 92, so I was way ahead of my time. And, um, and then I went to a really good friend of mine, Michael Allen Harrison. He's a fabulous keyboardist and a pianist in Portland. And I said, here's my lyrics. And he looked at them and he got on the piano and he goes, ding, 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 ding. And I was like, that's it. That's the melody. It was boring. Two weeks later, we did it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't see it. You know, I lived in Portland back then. You did? Yeah. Lived, I lived in the Lloyd Center uh, area, and I and I used to work at the department store, Meyer and Frank there. Yes. In the makeup oh my, department. Oh, my God. I used to do makeup for the... Um, before Mac. <laughs> well, yeah, it was before Mac. It was, I, and I used to do Ralph makeup Lauren. for the um, uh, TV um, news guys. Like oh nice! W or oh my God! Generally, yeah, yeah, that was. I was doing their makeup. We probably crossed paths. Probably, you know, that was in my my old my olden days. That was the long time. It was thirty over thirty years ago. Yes, and, it was. And now your song "Walking," I, I and, and you you do sound a lot like um, 
like you get described as Janis Joplin and stuff like that, you do have that sound. I will say for sure. Wow. You know, you do, you do have that. Um, I don't know what you what, what you'd call it, but you have that sound. Is that kind of what you go for, or just, or just, it's just the way it is? I think it's just the way it is. It's like it's just you know comes out that way (laughs) well who influenced you like as as a singer like is there certain singers or people out there that you've always sort of thought wow that's great like you love them and stuff like that so besides besides dave you know he sings too besides (laughs) (laughs) karaoke yeah besides that i've got he's he's got this i got this elvis video of him that you love (laughs) You know, in, in New Orleans. That, yeah. You know. uh, um, but besides uh, Dave and, and listening to him sing uh, Elvis songs, um, who else was there? There must have been. <laughs> yeah. Well, besides Dave, um, I was actually, actually Sarah Vaughn. Uh, oh, yeah. Dakota Staten was one of my favorites. Um, and, uh, Rochelle Farrell is like at the top of my list. Yes. She's an amazing R&B singer, songwriter, um, jazz influence, you know, just phenomenal human being. So, um, she's got like a five octave range. So I'm always, I'm always reaching towards, you know, strengthening and developing my voice and style. So I think those are the ones that really influence me. Um, yeah, style-wise. Yeah. And is, 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 there, is, there, is there a certain songwriter or somebody? Probably like Rochelle and Quincy and uh, Babyface. Like oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazing songwriters. Um, Herbie Krishlow is another one. Um, he he played. He works a lot with yeah. the Backstreet Boys yeah. in the past. And, like, he, I think he does his own stuff now, but himself, he's a singer, too. But uh, artists like that, writers like that are phenomenal david bowie is another one i think you know more um he was like my first influence so yeah i think i was 10 and and i heard uh he was on some show and he did fame like it was brand new it was a new song and it was just it blew me away in a sense for some reason yeah 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 i think that that was his phase actually where he was like going you know what i'm gonna just like make this really marketable and i i love that i love fame was great um uh let's dance you know amazing amazing artist artist i I consider him an artist well vocally are are you trained or or did you do you have a vocal coach how did you develop your voice i do have a vocal coach yeah yeah um i was a natural singer um and then when i really started uh, doing a lot of shows and performing a lot, you know, you if you don't sing properly, you will, you will lose your voice. Yes. Um, and um, so I I I knew that right away of value. I mean, I was doing five five sets a night, so it was a lot of work vocally, and you had to stay on top of it. So, uh, yeah, I got I had several vocal coaches. Um, one is um, a gentleman that's. He's now living in Greece. Um, his name is um, Nathaniel Evans, and he studied with Seth Riggs. And Seth is out of L.A. Seth taught, like, Michael Jackson. He was, like, his personal coach forever. Um, but, yeah, he, I, you know, I've been fortunate to have, like, really good vocal coaches. And then uh, Ken, I work with Ken Tamplin, too. Okay. Um, yeah. So 
Yeah, just you got to. It's it's a muscle like anything. You just gotta you gotta work it. You gotta work it. And if you don't, if you let it sit for a while, you rest it too long. You know, it gets rusty, and you just, you know, <laughs> you know, you can't really <laughs> sing. Um, you're like wow, there's no pitch there. Um, love that. <laughs> did you did you like the Seattle sound, the grunge thing that came out? I did. I did. It was uh, never anything that I that I did, but I I. I love all kinds of music, so. Yeah. So uh, tell us what the song Walking is all about. That's your newest yeah. single. It's pretty much, it's, uh, it was a, it's a commentary <laughs> and a story <laughs> about an artist that sold their soul to the devil. Um, that's pretty much it, basically. Um, and I wanted to tell that story because I know that all of us out there at some point was cajoled or convinced to do, you know, oh, sign here, do this, give me this money, we'll do this for you. And you went, oh, okay, that sounds great. You know, all the promises in the world, the grifter comes along and, you know, and then next thing you know, you're just like, what was I thinking? <laughs> right. Why, why did I, you know, why did I spend a thousand dollars on that, you know, or that type of thing, right? Yeah. Or now I owe them and I've gotten nothing from them, but I've actually signed a contract. And so, you know, we all kind of know that the industry is, uh, our industry is around that type of mentality. And um, it's all around, you know. Yeah, it's jaded. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the money. Yeah. Right? And, and yep. that, you're and a product. The, we yeah. want to use you, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's, it's just um, overcoming that or trying to get through that. Yeah. And still survive in the business. That's it's really it's not that easy. Uh, no, it's not. Walking my way down Ooh. Always calling my name 
it's a I think it's a, a fantasy and it's a myth that 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 perpetuates itself inside our music industry that you know I'm going to be famous I'm going to get signed by a record company and I and I stop people and I say why you know if you need a loan go to your bank you at least get 2% get yourself your own marketing team and go for it um <laughs> you know um unless you unless you get a really good deal and then you have to like you know it's like a it's like you you do a distribution deal or something and even then you got to be careful you know you got to have yourself a really good attorney um and you just have to make sure that it's in your favor you know that type of thing and most most kids don't and that's why they like kids you know they're they can work them their longevity they look good you know and they can you know they can sell them a bill of goods, you yeah. know. So that was part of selling your soul to the devil. Yeah. Well, and it's easier now with – you can tell by the social media, everybody wants to be a star, right? Sure. And and, and they want to have the, you know, the popularity. But then it's really – it really is an illusion. It is. It I, is. I mean – Yeah. You have to do things for love and passion. And I'm telling you, right now I'm working with a young woman um, out of Denver from – Grammy University. I'm I'm also a um, recording academy voter. So Vote um, for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> if I get nominated, you vote for me. Write okay. Him in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, write my name down. <laughs> <laughs> write it in the box. Right. Yeah. Write it. <laughs> yeah. This, is a, this is, can't be an award unless you nominate. Come on. Absolutely. Um, yeah. who's, who's Alan? What? Alan Warren? Who? Yeah. yeah no, who um, oh, you haven't heard of Alan Warren? Yeah, we could do like a whole thing on that. That would be hilarious. Um, yeah, so the, so the gal that I'm working with right now, I'm a mentor for her, you know, and I think that's that's one of the things that, that you, you want to make sure that you ask the right questions. You know, the questions are why? You know, um, Apple asked that right away. Why? <laughs> Why? Why do you want that? You know, and it and and it really helps people think on a deeper level about why they're entering into the business. Because if if you know if you come up with stuff like I want to be famous, I want someone to like me, I want to be loved, I want to be this, I want to be, you know, it's like oh really? Wow, that has nothing to do with art or music or the business. And the business is the business. So you're easier to be taken advantage of if you have that on your sleeve where it says, I'll do anything just so I'm famous. <laughs> and there's no guarantees, you know. So I say do it yourself. And if you really, really love the business and you're really in it for the right space and the right heart, you play music, you write music, you do it, and, you know, you invest in yourself and you get other people to invest in you too. And you do it in a really safe way that, that you know, is is uplifting and not denigrating. I mean, I have friends that are signed by record labels and they still owe them. Yeah. And their and their record's gone millions, you know? Yeah, and that's I think a lot of people don't realize that when you sign a contract, it's usually, uh, you know, you, they say, well, I've got a $2 million contract with... Sony, and it's like, well, that means you owe that two million. They're going That's to try. Right. They're they're trying to make that money from you. That so is it's, right. It's it's up to you to make it. And that's right. And I don't think they realize that you know it takes you usually three good albums before you actually start making any money. 
Correct. You, you know, are correct. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. They, and it's not easy. I mean, no. and you and you know, you're under fire. You're under the gun. I mean, I know now. Like I, I have a manager that it's like, okay, we got to get another another single out. And I'm like, oh my god, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I wrote that already. You know. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot to develop inside a song. I mean, there's like a whole a whole journey that you take. It's not you just don't just write it and then do it like do you have a band are you going to do it yourself are you going to track it you know on yourself you know all these things and then you've got to mix it and then you got to master it and then you got to get it up you know so there there's a lot of moving parts and i think people just don't understand the the deep components that go along with that experience and it doesn't guarantee you anything no because then you got to so get heard and yep. you have people that you know and you got to get your hair and makeup <laughs> Oh, trust me. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, they're all looking at you. And so it's, it's you got to have, you know, I tell you, I got to get yeah. my wig done and everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I go on the road and I, I've got to put my wig in and, and get in shape and get my heels. And, oh, it's just yeah. so tough, you know. It really is, actually. Yeah. And, and everything is like a club, too. Like being in the recording academy, like, you know, once you get in, it's like, okay, now you're in the club. Now you got to figure out what's going on inside the club and, yeah. you know, how things politics. are done. There's a lot oh. of politics. Like oh, my every goodness. Business, you know, it's the same mm-hmm. in, in the radio and everything. There's so much it- politics. Oh, God, yeah. People know people and talk about people, and it's the same mm. same thing going on. And it's just every, it's like every, any other job you've done. Same yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. You know, you got to sleep with certain people. Wow. Well, uh, tell us. <laughs> I mean, but I, I do. It. You know, I sleep with all of them. It's whatever it takes. <laughs> it's all good, you know. Um, okay. I hey, love it. Hey, I've, I've done well. You know, even, yeah. Christ. I've done well. And it's just, you know, and, and that's why Tucker doesn't like me. He's jealous. Oh, he's just jealous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that Brandy Carlisle? She's pretty good, eh? You know, I I haven't really heard her. So yeah, I heard her in Howard Stern. I'm, I'm always going through the radio shows and stuff, and I know that she uh, yeah, has a couple of good songs. It's just a surprise because she's from that area, you know, or I think maybe she's from Seattle. Yeah, and there's a local girl. It's her H E R. She's great, and there's there's amazing singers. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, amazing singers, and that you'll never hear of. You know. Do you think? Wait. But do you think it's gotten worse? Because it seems to yes. me, um, and I don't know if it's just because I'm getting old, but a lot of the music I hear on the radio, most of it I kind of don't care about. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't hold me. Sure, exactly. You know? It's yeah. saturated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like something about it. There's no meaning to it. Like mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's always going to be the pop stuff and stuff that's. Oh, I did it again. You know, the you know, I, I don't want to pick on Britney, but there's always the <laughs> there's always the just silly stuff that sure. you can sing along and that's fine or whatever. But there was there was always sort of meaning behind certain bands. It seems like in every generation, the sixties, even the seventies and the eighties. Absolutely. Now there was like, you know, there's protest music and there's mm-hmm. always stuff. I don't really get that feel anymore. Yeah, and you are correct. Yeah. You are correct. No, it's not happening. Um, and it's really saturated. Did you know there are 60,000 tracks that are released every day? Every wow. day. You know, and so now you're in a sea of 
massive people deciding that they think they want to do music, and then the ones that really are doing it, they just get buried. I mean, yeah. like really doing it. Like, I mean, I really believe that. I mean, I think everyone's creative. Don't get me wrong, but I right. think there are a few that are just. That's what they do. That's what they love. They're passionate about it. They're really good at it, and they really understand their industry and they understand what it takes to have that happen to be a working artist. You know, someone that's really out there making a difference, not just a a, a pop sensation that someone gets picked up and then used up and then kicked out the door later you know if they make it yeah but i remember you know that gosh you could hear a song and you immediately knew what band it was who the singer was like you know i'm speaking to what you were just talking about alan yeah. like yeah i totally got it it's like oh yeah that's you know that's a kiss or that's you know a, a air supply or whatever you know it's like because they everybody had their own sound well, and plus, that, plus it was. It seemed that there was there was meaning behind. Yes, um, like you knew what kind of like like you two would sing. You knew there was there was meaning. You know, yes, it it, it, it all had its thing. I guess. Yes, and and now I just don't really you know, I don't really get that from Harry Styles. Right. 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 I, I, Harry Styles is actually. I think he's pretty talented. But yeah, uh, out of the bunch. There's... Well, again, it, it's he's probably working with songwriters um, too. Like maybe he's writing some of his stuff. But you know, he works with Stevie Nicks a lot. Oh, he works with her. She yeah, writes for him. She actually oh. helps him with. Her oh, interesting. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's an interesting combo, actually. Oh, interesting. Um, that might be why he's somewhat successful because he's got connections. Right. You know. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't. Know. Like I said, I'm getting old, but I'm not feeling it in a lot yeah. of the. You know, when you, if you're driving and you're listening to the hits radio of stuff, yeah, now, it's, it's just kind of. It all sounds like the pop stuff. It's homogenized. That's yeah, what it is. It's like it's like, it's like AI drives it. You know. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. Because even I even in the '90s, we had the Backstreet Boys and stuff like that. But yeah. it had its place. But you knew that what it was. Yes. I don't know if that makes sense because yeah. there, there's well, also there's... the serious stuff or the you know the yeah. more meaning stuff, but it sort of filled its place too. But now it all seems to be like yeah. That. Well, they're not telling stories, you yeah. know. Yeah. They're just they're just doing like idioms, you know, or something top line kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so important, and I think that's that's where I I step forward in is I really want to tell stories. I want to tell stories that touch the heart, you know, that people really can get and go, yeah, I've been there. You know, and yeah. now I see a way out, you know, or I'm uplifted or, you know, I've got some pretty dark songs, but, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, how do you, but how do you, how do you survive in the music business nowadays? Because everyone can just download and move things around. Like, it's not like it was. So you kind of have to tour, I guess. And, yeah. And sell T-shirts, I guess. I don't know. What's yeah, it? you have to have merchandise. I mean, you can you can see it like if you go on my website, glendamusic.com. If you go on my site, you can totally see it. It's like I've had to build out like that. You know, it's like here's my song. Here's my, you know, here's my merchandise. Here's this. Here's that. You know, and you, here's the videos, you know. Yeah. And then you go to my YouTube channel and, you know, it's like, oh, my goodness. It's like, yeah, you're your own store, right. you know. I'm my own Fred Meyer. <laughs> it's, a, it's the drive-through. It's know. the drive-through. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? I, you know, when I was, I was. See, this is another thing too. I'm. I've, I've talked about this before. Yeah. Why did all the videos go? Like, remember? I remember right? when the videos channel MTV, started. Right. MTV. Yeah. And all this stuff. I thought that was it for life. We we're going to have this my Me whole too. life. You know. Me be, too. And then all of a sudden, it's not. It's gone. Like, what? What's going on? 
Like, how did that happen? You know, I, I, I said the same thing because I was like, what is going on? This is horrible. They, they, went, they went into uh, what, reality TV yeah, or something. Reality. Yeah, yeah so, that was nasty. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just they went for the money. They Excuse were, me. You know, they weren't making enough money, and they just, I understand, they changed yeah. formats. But all the music things, I thought the video things were stuff that people like to watch. I, I they like do. It. I think they do. Um, I, I mean, I, I have it on my, I have my own MTV and my own channel, you know. Yeah. So you got to go to my YouTube channel and you can watch all my music videos, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but, and then videos of other people. So. But you see, I think that makes it harder. I mean, it's easier it for you to put out your own stuff in a sense mm -hmm. because you have your own, you distribute it on the internet yourself like you don't yes. have to sign with someone so that they put it everywhere and all that yeah but at the same time there's no streamlined or there's no pe people don't just go you know what i mean like you could go mm -hmm. to mtv and just see what's new now right but right. there's not that anymore now you have to go all over the place yeah agreed right no so, it'd be really cool if someone wanted to start that back up I, someone said i think apple was gonna do that i'm not sure i can't remember yeah, I just thought that that would always be a market. I'm surprised. Right. You know, I mean, well, it's probably now it's it's too sa it's right now it's too saturated. But yeah. um, I mean, I guess that you know the labels could supply their top artists. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because um, it kind of went down just when Dave released yeah. his video, <laughs> singing <laughs> all them, and and they just like, yeah. no, that's it. We've had it. Yeah, no more, no more videos. No more videos. No more All my fault. shoes. Dave, was that because of the content that you were doing, or? Yeah, <laughs> yeah everything. <laughs> because it had because it had Alan in it. Is that right? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I couldn't be in a video like that. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, "Who's the old guy in this?" <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh no, old is hot right now. Alan. Organ grinder, huh? No. Old is hot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't had, I haven't had anything hot in my life, I tell you. No. Um, You're just not I, hanging out in the right places. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, well, I just, anyway, I was just disappointed because I don't, like, Yeah. you know, it, with all this stuff with the pandemic, and, like the last years with Trump and all this stuff going on, yeah. just crazy stuff going on, right? Mm. And there's no... There's no protest band. There's no band that right. bands that would be singing about it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It just sort of it has a different meaning, I think. Yeah, pop music I, right now. A lot of people are they're singing about things that don't really matter. I guess. Yeah, maybe. I agree. I don't know. I'm well, and that's I think that's one of the reasons why I I feel the same way, Ellen, and I feel like <clears throat> that's why I'm I'm writing those songs. You know, like I wrote a song on my Goddess album called Solution. Um, S O U L, Lucian, <laughs> Solution. Yeah. You know things like that. So that that's my version of you know protest song. You know. Right. Right. We need a solution. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah. That musicians aren't really going doing after that. It. Yeah, they're yeah. not going after it. It seemed to be, seemed to be they were the ones you'd always have. That's right. Whether it was through heavy metal or rock, right? Or yeah. Pop or whatever it was, mm -hmm. but there was always that sort of. Corporate Avengers. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, against uh, the corporations, the man. That's right, yeah. Business, the police, all that yep. stuff. And now it's, you know, uh, where do yeah. I get my nails done? It's uh, yeah, Pretty much, you <laughs> got it. Or, so right. are you going to go on TikTok and start doing videos? No, 
my manager wants me to, but I, I don't know. I, I watch TikTok and I go, I love the things that make me laugh and stuff. And it's yeah. like, well, I, I guess I'll just, I guess the only thing, you know, it's like, oh, that's not me, you know? So um, I, I think what's more interesting probably for me is doing, of course, things that matter. And I'll probably, I use my, my platform music videos. I do, um, I do my Instagram and, you know, we do things like that. And, you know, and I, and I, I want people to know that if, you know, if you do buy a song or buy my book, you know, I plant a tree, um, for you and me. Um, so that, that's, oh, that's my give back, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you're planting a tree. Well, I plant a tree with a company called One Tree Planted. And, um, and so it's neat because they can come and support me. They get the music and I go plant a tree for them. Not physically, but with them. Yeah. <laughs> so I buy, I buy trees. Well, I'm about, I'm up to like 125 trees now. Well, that's good, but it's a positive yeah. thing, you know, I mean. Yeah. Because you know things things need to be more positive in a sense. Yeah. You know. Well, and, and it's it's you know really really goes with my theme about being in action. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, well, did th- things seemed a little bit more fun in the nineties, didn't they? Or is that yes? Different? No, people, it was. People were happy. <laughs> yes. It seemed like people were in a better mood. There was just there's still things going on, and yeah. still the fight, you know, and 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 problems and racism and all sorts. There was still stuff going on. But it just seemed to be a happier time. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm, no, maybe. it was for me too. I I loved it. I was doing hip hop, and you know, we were we were making making fun, making money. <laughs> yeah. There's something, yeah. Something different now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It's a different day. You know. So so um, what's coming coming up next for you? So you got uh, you going out and tour? Or are you doing some sort of thing coming up? this year what's what's the plans yeah um we have uh, my manager submitted us for the fringe festival in scotland in edinburgh scotland so uh fingers crossed on that and then uh, after that he wants to get us in a tour of europe and that type of thing so i think that's that's where we're heading right now i'm trying to finish a bunch of music and you know get all my um uh, business ducks in a row in the sense of like making sure the site's this and that. And I got QR codes for my, my merch and that stuff, you know, so people can buy things and, um, you know, support me in that way. Yeah. And then just get out there and express myself and tell stories and, you know, share my music. Yeah. Oh, well, it'd be interesting. Okay, so let's talk about how people find you. You're going to give out your phone number or address, or <laughs> website. Um, where? Do, how yeah. do you want people to to look for you? Like, uh, yeah. You know. Well, I'm. If you Googled my name, you'd find me everywhere. Um, so, <laughs> um, the best place to go would be to be my website, and it's Glenda G L E N D A, like the Good Witch, Music dot com. And that takes you right to my site, and um, you can, you know, you can purchase my sing- my new single, Walk In. Um, there's also, I think, Lulu White's there. Um, and, um, yeah, and then once you do that, it'll let me know that you purchased it, and then um, I'll plant a tree for you, and I'll let you know because I got your email, so I'll send it back. So there's that. You can also follow me on Instagram. It's Glenda Benavides, B-E-N-E-V-I-D-E-S, music. So Glenda Benavides Music, and then I'm on Facebook, of course, LinkedIn. My Courage book is on Amazon. Um, I've got a YouTube channel, Glenda Benavides. So you can find me everywhere, and I'm out there. But it supports me the most if you go right to my site and 
buy things. Right. Well, of course, we'll have everything up on ours so people can find you. And well, that's that's great. It's been it's been really uh, interesting uh, conversation and all that. Yeah. And, thank you. Yeah. Just uh, look forward to more. Hopefully, it uh, keeps going well. And and you'll have to let us know when you're going to Scotland and that, so we can call customs to make sure they know. <laughs> Let's <laughs> tell them you're carrying carrying some drugs or something. Thank, oh, thank you, Alan. Yeah. Legal food added. Yes, yeah. yeah, she's, she's got fruit in her bag, and we can't bring that over. They don't let no fruit in the country. I love it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's, I'm here to help. You know. That's I what love it's it. all about. There is nothing else better in the world than helping people. You know. Yes. It's my favorite thing to do. Everyone knows that. You know? Yes. Yeah. I'm known I, for that. I love it. Yeah, and helpful Warren. You're yeah. so, so funny. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, you know, it's certainly been uh, a great conversation and, and hopefully everything goes well. We're all yeah. we're behind you, you know. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you, Alan. Thank you, David. Yeah. yeah. So everyone, you know, uh get out there and, and plant a tree. Buy the yes. song. It's really good. And um you know, pick up the book. Motivational. It'll make you change your life. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy one and send it today. Huh? Perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna get him out in the road. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Well thank you. Glenda. Benavides. Yes. For being thank here. you so much. Thank you guys. You're awesome. Thanks, Glenda. You've been listening to the House of Mystery Radio Show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, all shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This is the production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.